0: Hi, welcome to this episode of Valley Home Loans. I'm Valley Williams, the host, C2 Financials Loan Officer, the nation's number one mortgage broker. I'm super excited today to talk about the home buying process because I find and have found recently a lot of first-time home buyers or just buyers in general don't really know how the process and the flow works. They get nervous about Writing, writing offers, making deposits, how they're going to get their money back if they decide to cancel, if there's something wrong with the house, this, that. So I'm kind of going to just walk you through a few things that are in the contract to help you understand how that purchase flow goes. So initially, once you get your your pre-approval, you know that you get to go shopping for a house. So let's say you see five houses, you like three of them, you decide to write You want to write offers on them, but you may think that you can't write more than one offer at a time or that you have to make the deposit on each one you write an offer on. So here's what I tell my clients. An offer to purchase is just that. It does not mean that you have to complete, follow through with it, or that the contract is even binding. When you write an offer... You can write an offer on three, four, five, eight different houses at the same time if you want. If five of them come back and say, hey, we want to accept your offer, at that point, you decide which one you want and cancel in contract with all the others. So, and then the one that you accept, that's the only one you make the deposit on. You don't have to make the deposit on all of them to keep, to, to, uh, offer on their house. So you shouldn't make any deposits on anything. Shouldn't give your realtor any money that's helping you buy the house. The deposit should go straight to the escrow company on the house that you select. As far as deposits go, you have three days from the day that the offer is signed by the seller to get your deposit in escrow. What is a deposit for? A deposit is similar to a security deposit like if you were to go rent. So You deposit on the house, it basically holds the house for you. It's like a security deposit. And that money that you put into that escrow account is held in a trust account. It is not given to the seller, it's not given to the agent, and is not spent. It is just a security blanket to hold the house from selling to anyone else. That money can also be applied and will be applied to either closing costs or down payment if you are a va buyer and you don't have a down payment and your closing costs are all paid by the seller or the lender then that money goes back to you so you get that money back at the closing of escrow now once you make a a deposit on a house the seller has a legal obligation to sell you the house as long as you follow the contractual terms they cannot accept in most cases backup offers Cancel on you because they got a higher or better offer. They have to honor the contract in which they signed with you, unless the contract has some sort of clause that says that they can accept a backup offer. Um, The California Residential Purchase Agreement will never say that they can accept a backup offer and take, you know, pull the rug out from underneath you unless your agent has added a form. So it will, you know, that when you're signing it, that you can't they can't sell it out from underneath you so you're up deposits in in three days the standard turn times for in home inspections and appraisal so you have 17 days from the day that you open escrow to the seventeenth day into escrow to get your home inspection done and your appraisal done, and what that means is, if there's anything, you get your home inspection done, hopefully like day three of the, of the of the uh, escrow. If there's anything wrong with the house, you email a request for repairs in writing to the seller and request that they fix or credit you anything that has found in the home inspection and typically the seller gets a copy of your home inspection so that they can see what these items are and decide how they're going to approach it. Once everything is negotiated and confirmed, it should be done by the 17th day of escrow. Lastly, the appraisal. So is done. It's separate from the home inspection. An appraisal tells you the value and confirms the value of the home at that time in the market. It does not um, select or pick out flaws in the house. Typically, in some cases, if there's extreme deferred maintenance, the appraisal will note things that are need to be done in order for the appraisal to clear for financing. But most of the time, the appraisal is strictly for value, not for. Um, anything wrong with the house. That's what the inspection is for, is to find things that are wrong with the house. So that's why you want to... Hold on, I got Andy Frasella talking in the background. There we go. So that's why you want to get both. Both of them are highly recommended. So on the 17th day, you need to release your contingency for the appraisal and the inspection. It doesn't automatically release, it just means you need to sign a form that says, hey, if I cancel after today, it will not be for the sake of I don't agree with the condition of the property or the value of the property. So the seller cannot keep your deposit unless you sign that form, and you only sign that form once you are in agreement with everything and the inspections are in and clear. The last thing is the loan, the loan contingency. So from the day that you open escrow until the 21st day into escrow is when you need to release your loan contingencies. What that means is not that your loan is closed, but that it's at a position in which anything remaining to close the loan has been satisfied or will not be, um, loan rendering well, where it will not be able to you know, keep, get the loan. So you'll need to, within 21 days, make sure that everything that's needed on your loan is basically done. And there's, you heavily, you heavily rely on your loan officer for that information. And for the contingency removals, you don't do it yourself. Your agent should prepare that form for you and let you know, Hey, this is the form and this is what it says And this is what it means if we release contingencies on this factor. After this, you could lose your deposit. So all three items have to be removed in order to release your deposit to the seller should you cancel after that 21st day. So if you cancel, if it's day 18 and you've removed your... um, inspection and appraisal contingency but not your loan and you decide you're going to need to cancel because you lost your job you'll still get your deposit back by law if you know it's the 15th day and you've only got the inspection done but the appraisal came back $30,000 low and you decide you don't want to buy it or the seller won't negotiate down in price then you can cancel with and still get your deposit back the home inspection fee and typically the appraisal fee are non-refundable So those are the investments you're making into finding out if it's the home you want to buy. The reason that the seller doesn't pay the home inspection fee is because it's for you. It's for you want to know your inspectors out of your perspective and your people because you don't want the seller to tell you what's wrong with their house. You want a third unbiased party to tell you what's wrong with the house. Similar to the appraisal. You don't want a biased appraiser on either side. Um... So that's my little tidbit about the purchase process and the flow and the protection of your rights and that you know your your deposit should always be protected rarely should you ever be in a position to lose your deposit in most cases if there's a really valid reason to cancel after all contingencies are removed most Uh, Sellers and realtors give your commission back, or not your commission, I'm sorry, your um, deposit back, if you cancel for a non-contractual reason, so let's say um, you just decide that the house just doesn't feel right for you anymore, that's not a legal reason to cancel. So it would have to be something like, you know, you lost your job or there was a death or, um, you know the house burned down or something was lied to you in the contract or into the in in disclosures things like that so thank you so much for listening if you have any questions or comments anything that's stories that happened to you please share I'd love to hear about them